Hello, everybody. Uh, thank you for tuning into the Professional Insight Podcast. Uh, this is episode 39. 39. 39. And we're March 11th. Oh, goodness. Uh, my name is uh, Brandon Curry. Jeff Collins. Josh Bond. Trevor Lindy. And uh, considering we're right around the beginning of, of March and we've just passed the RSP deadline, um, I we, we kind of wanted to talk about, uh, well, we're going into tax season right now. Yay. So, yay. <laughs> yay. What the? Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you made your RSP contributions because yep. it's too late now. Yeah, it's too late. For those deductions. Topped up your March TFSAs. 1st was the deadline. March right? 1st yeah. was the deadline. Um, and so, uh, was just, yeah, wanted to kind of have that conversation with everybody around the table here and just basically the importance of basically dealing with a chartered accountant, you know, a firm um, and understanding, you know, like I've already got, I mean, I, I sent in all of my receipts, an itemized receipt list, uh, beginning of January. What a brown noser. For sure. Literally. He's a keener. He loves that stuff. Oh, I do. He I like love it. I absolutely love time, it. Loves it. Let's be honest. Yeah. We were sitting here in December recording when yes. we had Tutenberg in here. Yeah. And you hand, before he left, you yeah. handed him your papers then, didn't you? Well, I hadn't done well, with December. With the exception of your actual. With the exception of December? Of the income portion, but you handed him all the receipts. I bet you you did. I have the Excel sheet. Yeah, he's not lying. It's done. I it was in his hands. Two weeks after the Brown deadline. Brown noser. Um, two weeks I don't even after know. the deadline? <laughs> so, yeah, that. you can ask him. He, no, he has all my receipts. Um, but uh, I guess just I want, I want to, to really touch on the importance of really understanding and knowing this. And a lot of people want to do it themselves, which is cool. Uh, but if you have, the minute you have children or the minute you have uh, uh, a rental property, one rental property, or you have in-laws living with you. If you're uh, anything more than, I'd say, salaried employee or sa- hourly employee. Hourly, salary, just just, just yeah. like, you well, or you, you know, and someone Some else. of the kids' deductions, you could probably yeah. manage on your own, right? But you as could. soon as you... Throw that variable in the rental property, the self-employed. Why anybody would do it on their own, or no disrespect to the bookkeepers of the world out there, right? Or the tax preparers. There's there's a lot of weight in. Oh, there's a lot of weight to, with that chartered accountant designation. Right. Well, it, it, the toughest designation in our in the finance industry, probably being called to the bar and getting your CFP CLU. Would be right up there. It's it's the top de- top designations to get. Like it, it's a really really hard designignation to get. Um, so you're you're de- and they're fiduciary, right? They can sure, lose. They can they lose it. They can lose their designation if they do something wrong. So it, they're worth. Uh, you know, I had someone. I had a a referral. Someone who had joined. We we get referrals because uh, Sun Life is one of the people that we sell, and we sometimes get called and. Um, you know, with people that have joined the group benefits. And so this person was a, uh, hadn't, was going through to become a permanent resident. So it was just in, in the, in the, in the wake of becoming a PR and, uh, was asking me about, you know, should I start contributing to, uh, my group RSP, yada, yada, yada. And I basically just said to him, I'm like, well, when did you become a permanent resident? And he said, uh, late 2018, I said, well, then you haven't filed taxes yet. You don't know what your RSP contribution room is yet. Uh, have you spoken to a chartered accountant? And the answers were no to all those. And uh, basically, I just said, listen, ho- hold off on contributing to your group RSP because the last thing you want to do is over-contribute to con- over 
and be assessed a 1% penalty for every month you've over-contributed to your RSP and or tax-free savings account. Um, I suggested him pick up the phone and call uh, um, an accounting firm that had a CA uh, or a CPA, some sort of a, some sort of CPA within the firm. And first question out of his mouth, and fair enough, he's, he's a permanent resident. He, he just immigrated here. And he basically said, well, how much does this cost? And I said, well, I go, that, that's a very subjective comment, right? Like, I don't know what that would be because I don't know how complex your tax filing is. I said, but it would be a couple hundred bucks for a simple tax return. However, I can tell you, I can attest personally, and I've got a rental property and two kids and the whole bit. Um, mine's a little bit end corporation, so I've, I'm a little bit more complex. But that being said, uh, the couple hundred dollars that I spend on individual tax returns every year far outweighs the return or protections. The protections and the the knowing that I I've properly filed my taxes every single year. Um, you guys want to speak to anything about that? And I mean, well, Jeff, I mean, let let's. No, yeah, you, you don't want to get Jeff engaged. Well, no, but uh, Jeff, you just uh, – how, how many years ago was your audit from CRA? Um, a week ago, I think. No, no, it. you're the big one. The 2006 big. to 2010. And you were using – A shady accountant who lived in his basement and had jogging pants with mustard-stained shirts. Right, and you Change thought, both. great, this is awesome. I'm, I'm getting they a good deal. He said he's going to save me every penny – yeah, that I was supposed to give to the gov- the government, and I wouldn't lose a thing. Right, and what did what? Ha- it was just a random audit, right? A random CRA audit. <laughs> no, I think it was an obvious audit because it was so sloppy the paperwork. Okay. Um, and uh, apparently, it, it was such a big account. He did. I'm not going to name names. He's passed away now, but it was like over 2,500 people that were audited because of this particular accountant or tax preparer. And how much did you end up? A lot of people that were impacted by this. Well, really, it was five years of audit I had to go through, and what I should have. At what year? So this is 2006 to 2010. It's finally resolved now. No, no. But what year did this audit happen in? Oh, geez, it started in 2011. I think. Okay, so just to put into context, in 2011, CRA audited them for the years of 2006 to 2010, inclusive. So they can go back. Okay, this is just not talking about last year's tax return. They can go back up to seven years. Ten? I thought I thought CRE was. 10. They could have. You could be right, Josh. I, mean, I was told seven, but okay. it could, well, it could but, be but 10. it also it starts when they first talk to you about it. So if they give you a paper in 2011, right. that's when it starts right there the clock. But then you go to appeal it or whatever you want to do, or, or you know uh, dispute it, and then it just goes on and on and on from then. And the no, worst part about so it, so we were just talking about in terms of when CRE can come back and look at your books. Okay, so if if, if you had your taxes done in 2008, it yes. was good. Okay, you yeah. won't come back. Yeah. Potentially, I think they. I think they live by their own rules, so it doesn't I make think a difference. So. I think they can change that rule. But like yeah. two thousand six well. to ten, the result of this audit, and it's still ongoing because I've settled six, seven, eight, and ten, and nine still disputed. But I what should only had to pay twenty four thousand dollars for those five years altogether. Twenty four thousand. Twenty four. That's how much that's I should pay. Divide it up. So yeah. if it's five yeah. years or five thousand a year for five years, that's what I should have paid. And then after but they dragged it out from 2011 till 2018. Interest, so it. now I just stroked a check for 60k for six, seven, eight, and ten. So almost a, a year's salary for the average Canadian. And, and, and that's, I guess, forty thousand in interest and penalties, which they waived all, all penalties on those years. So it's just interest, a forty thousand interest that they dragged their heels on for so many years, and I'm responsible for it. And 2009 still getting 
taken care of. So that's not done yet. So what most accounts or, or chartered accounts will tell you, if you've got a dispute, pay it up front now and fight it later. And they'll pay you interest on the fight. And if you don't, you try to fight it like I did, you're going to pay interest on everything going back. And there's no way they do it. It's just a formula they do. But it's like, and at the time, they wanted $124,000 from me and it ended up being eighty grand or whatever. That's it. So I saved 40000 But like the lawyer fees were about ten grand on top of that. And then, then a new account and doing it properly was another three grand. And oh. So, so initial, an, an, an initial 24000 for for five years. Yeah. Right? So about 5000 bucks a year. So, yeah. and, and when you look at people's returns, it's not that... It's not that off for someone to get anywhere from two to five thousand dollars a year. It's it's not that's not uncommon. I no. hear I hear that quite a bit. Sure. For the average family, you could have enough write offs to get that, you know, salaried employees. And that turned into a fight, that turned into an accountant that went bye bye. You didn't even done never heard from this person again. Well, he passed away. This took years off my life. I'm thinking the amount of stress, like we were grinding our teeth and you know, I have a, like it was stressful, like you wouldn't believe. And then it's all because I had the wrong accountant. So a there you go. Tax preparer, I guess that was what he was labeled. La- he was labeled a tax preparer. He yeah. was not necessarily an accountant. No. And again, not to knock those individuals. No. no. They do serve a very good purpose. But again, when you're like everybody at this table getting into a more complex tax situation, if any listener is in that same bout, you shouldn't be like deal no, especially with. Especially if you're doing corporate taxes too, which we, yeah. we did another episode on where we, we think it's highly advantageous to incorporate. Don't, don't even try to do your own taxes at that yeah. point. No. Don't even think about it. You know, it's a write-off anyways, your accountant costs. So yeah. and thousand, fifteen hundred, whatever a year. Whatever. <laughs> it, it, it ends up, it ends up, they end up making their weight in gold oh, in the yeah. long run anyway. So it just doesn't, it, there's just no point of it. So, I mean, there's that. I won't even, I, the first thing when someone comes to me and goes, can you put together a financial plan for, for can your team put together a financial plan for me and blah, 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 blah. And the next thing you know, I turn around and I basically like, okay, well, let me just see your notice of assessment. I want to see your notice of assessment. Uh, do you know what your tax-free savings account limit is? They'll say no. Great, call the tips line. I want this in writing. I want to see what what the, the tips line tells you what your tax-free savings account limit is because they'll take into account everything that they've contributed, haven't con- contributed the whole bit, and then we'll turn around and go, okay, knowing now what we know, we can apply that and we can find the most tax-efficient way for you to save for your retirement. Um, but no, you said the magic word there too. Notice of assessment. That's really prevalent in, in, in Trevor's uh, <coughs> industry. They always need that for sure. for a plan last, for a mortgage, last two right? Years, right? So yeah, depending on the lender, uh, well, I think really point, the yes. sooner you can do your taxes for a year, if you're looking to buy, get that notice of assessment because it takes them some time to get it to you because yeah. you're going to need that. We are also you need your T four riff apparently. Year, I just found that out too. You need everything. It, it, that'll depend on what lender, right? T4 RIFs versus T1s and NOAs. But, you know, they're, to talk from the lending perspective, we're in that grace period because self-employed individuals don't have to file till June 15th. So lenders do, you know, this time of year, the, the spring, winter, spring, into the beginning of summer, we've got a grace period on the NOA. But far too often I'm having a conversation with somebody October, November, and they don't have it. Oh, Yeah. So it's extremely important to kind of get that down, Pat, and to really find, even if you don't, if you think right now you don't need one, but you know that in the next couple of years you probably will, maybe you're you're due for a promotion or your business is going to go from next to nothing to, to a lot, um, you know, whatever the case may be, get those relationships, take these people out for coffees now. So, you know, it's amazing uh, when I first started, um, you know, 
Josh, how many coffees did we go out oh. for? Like quite many. a bit. Yep. Uh, no beers. You know, no beers. Whiskeys. Yeah. But to basically turn around and say, you know, the the notion that it's amazing how many people will, if you just hey buy them lunch, ten dollar lunch. Or buy them a coffee. It's amazing. Ten dollar lunch. Yeah, oh, well, you know what I mean. Brando never Sunday. ever cost me only ten yeah, bucks. Ten, twenty saying. bucks, whatever. Yeah, this account's good. It's, he bought me a, a hamburger. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing how much advice they'll give you if you take them out for lunch or take them out for a coffee, and uh, and get, getting to know personalities and getting to know I what they're like. The lunch is the best investment Absolutely. you'll ever make in your personal life. Yeah. Because nobody says no to a free lunch, no. and you get way too much information. From you people. get way too much information. You're built. You're building up a rapport. You're building up a, a personality. They're getting the whole gist of your conversation at, over that lunch. They get to know you like, a little they, bit yep, too. Yeah, right? absolutely. See if you chew with your mouth open. Yeah. Yep, that's important. Um, Trevor. So, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. <laughs> why does it? Why do the stabs always get turned? Uh, parquet to me? flooring. Don't just yeah, pretend no, it's, it's about you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. we do have one thing on another lawyer person. fees. We can talk about that. It's stabs. <laughs> uh, Nothing I, about realtors. I get, I get, a, I get a jab, but not humans. on the record, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're being polite to the lawyer. <laughs> So yeah, that that's pretty much it. I mean, I didn't know. Uh, so Jeff, that's a really good uh, Bondo. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, lawyer thoughts on taxes. You love them. I love taxes. You know, you're lucky because you can incorporate. So you got um, no problem with it. My, I can't. Yeah, you know how to do it. Sub sub brokerage. Whatever. Listen, I mean, tax planning is license. is probably one of the the best exercises you can do once you get to a certain point. I mean, you may grow your your. Uh, your empire to a point where there might not just be any tax strategies left to maximize, right? And then you're probably, probably Cassidy good. Bond over there. No, 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 just some of my clients, right? But then you're you're in a position where you know you you look at maybe a longer term in investment, like from a real estate perspective, and you look at a capital gain, or you know you, you talk to Brandon financial advisors and then you put it well, into utilize a, insurance to benefit you in the long term you know that's, that's something yeah so, well, that was a previous episode that we did yeah. way yeah. back but i mean i go hand i work hand in hand with your accountant because basically i need to know that information yeah. that they I must know have slept through that uh, episode you uh, probably did. On my computer <laughs> yeah. The whole time. yeah you just got to remember it's tax planning not tax avoidance right, yeah, right. that's that. the big uh the that's big message, say, right? For me, yeah. it's tax avoidance. <laughs> wow. but, you got to pay. I mean, you make big money, you got to pay. That's what it comes yeah, down to. Yeah, but I mean, like realistically, I mean, there's a lot of strategies out there like a, like a whole life or a universal life insurance policy yeah. if you're incorporated. So you can yeah. account for some income and you can still have a, you know, a tax-deferred uh, investment growing there, right? So there, there definitely is strategies out there in talking to a, to a, a planner where Buy you can... Buy that lunch. Yes, absolutely. Buy, lunch Buy the lunch. Talk to the right person. Buy the lunch, and I mean, and uh, don't hire someone in their basement with jogging pants on and mustard stains. And mustard stains. <laughs> That's just a rule. That's of thumb. just a rule of thumb. <laughs> That's my new rule. That's, you know what? I think you learn lessons in this world, and sometimes it's an expensive sixty thousand dollar lesson. But yeah. I'm not gonna forget it. No. Yeah, so, uh, so. Trevor. Any anything to uh, to. to, to well, I, I tell them, Trevor, what what um, uh, documents are good from tax season to have readily available for you. Because it always comes down to we got to get this this mortgage done, yeah, and, and, and it's two and weeks to get them. Yeah, in in the eleventh hour for some things, like uh, far too often your accountant or tax preparer, and not meant as a knock against either of those parties, they keep your T fours, your T fives, so T fives for your investment income, T fours, T four As for your pension income. <clears throat> They're keeping that 
on you. And then we're, we're in a situation where we need it right away and, and you as the customer don't have it. So you want your T1s, your notices of assessment. I think a T4s. good rule you can do is you can actually have a, 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 a sign-in or whatever for the CRA where you can download them right away. You just got to... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah you have you to can. sign up for it and they have to like mail you a code or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? There is a way around it and... Service uh, Canada account. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, without having to do the mail-in. Probably by the time people are listening to this episode, it's going to be a really bad time to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you can actually call in to to the CRA and they can validate you over the phone instead of having to go through that PIN process. But if you do that way ahead of time, it. then you're, you're set for the future for any stuff you need anyways, right? Just, yeah, I, but I do it. you know, smart. far too often, it's it, I'm having this conversation Scramble. with a person and saying you can set it up online. Well, and we have four hours to approve you know, the mortgage. And, yeah, right? So. <laughs> and another Jump person's cuts, bumping so. you, and you're like, ugh. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I suppose, if you've taken advantage of all the, the, the tax deferral strategies that are out there and you're still paying taxes, that must mean you're making money, right? So, yeah. yeah. Yep. And that's pretty much it. That's just, you know, a little that's question. Happy yeah. tax episode. Yeah, that was just basically someone just asked the question about basically uh, uh, the importance of having a professional and chartered accountant and what what should I do going into tax season. So uh, it was good. Thank I mean. Th- if you've got I, other questions about it too, obviously reach out. To oh, sure. absolutely. But, we you know, Jeff, that was, that was a really good, you know, personal experience. To, oh, it was you great. To, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for you to, to talk about. Because it's kind of hard. A lot of people right. don't realize it's, it's it. It's good for you to reflect on, for well, our yeah, listeners on your, your I, personal situation. I do it again situation. in a heartbeat. It was awesome. <laughs> should also mention to people, you know, do a good job documenting, mileage, sure. keep your receipts, all that. So um, listening to this in March, make sure you do it for next year. You can make them up for last year's tax season right now. I wouldn't make them up, but... You know, Same draft them, joke, right? yeah. Yeah. draft them, make them up. Yeah, make them up. Don't but do uh, well, that's it, everybody. Thanks right. very much for tuning in. Woo-hoo. Uh, Woo-hoo. This is episode 40. <clears throat> 39. 39. 39. Oh, yeah. Don't jump the gun there. No. Big four zeros coming up. Yeah, big four yeah. zeros coming up. You guys Ooh. got a big four zero coming up yeah. in the next uh, half decade, eh? Yeah. Couple years. <laughs> next half decade. Years. Might not have yeah. a half decade yeah, to go. We're, we're, we're past <laughs> a year and a half. A couple years? A year and a half. Yeah, as well. Jeez. You're going to have a big podcast episode. Ooh. Two years. Two years. Two years. Yeah, uh, thanks very much, everyone, for listening. Um, please keep sharing, caring, and keep the questions coming in. Help us help you stay informed. Oh, boy. We okay. <laughs> remembered it. <laughs> Take care. Out. Out. Bye. Bye. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast, NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. 
Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. Hey, 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 hey. Produced by Crier Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. 